We're looking for two oil boys who can grease us up before each competition. You do the thing you're scared shitless of, and you get the courage after you do it. That's the way it works. That's the dumbass way to work. It should be the other way around. You'll have to excuse my friend. The town is back that way. You should make a radical change in your lifestyle. I mean, the core of man's spirit comes from new experiences. That's the way it works. Don't worry, we'll catch our break too. Just gotta keep our eyes open. Check, check. Uh, is you gotta be up in here, right? And not all that. So welcome to episode number forty-one of the Looks Like We're Lost podcast, coming to you live from Row Twenty-Four. I'm Dustin Redazel. And joining me is a man who is living his second Looks Like We're Lost experience. It's Quint Coward. Happy to be here. <laughs> and as always, Lost Boy number two. Is this mic on? We'll find out. It's Tommy Cooksey. Uh, turn my bass up. Turn my I treble mean, up. You're going to have to be right in that. I'm right in there. Oh, yeah. Like I could. <laughs> so, Tommy, you just got done rowing one hour. How do you feel? I'm good, man. I had the. Uh, I think I got the best drawl of anybody, in my personal opinion. Rowing from six to seven, and uh, feel good. Hands are a little tender. Butt cheeks are a little tight, uh, but how, how dry is your butt? Um, <laughs> let's. If one is the Sahara Desert and ten is the Pacific Ocean, I'm somewhere around a seven Man. right now. Is that like the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah. It's like a, or like Lake Michigan, maybe. It's definitely a large body of water. <laughs> right. Probably the Dead Sea, due to the salinity. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. So, uh, to give everybody an update, we are on the 23rd, I guess the 24th and final hour of row 24 we started at 8 a.m yesterday saturday october 16th it is currently 7 10 a.m sunday october 17th we have varying amounts of sleep and quint i've been wanting to ask you about this yeah hit me so last night around 10 p.m we all put a one hour slot into a cup and drew it I got 11 p.m. and then didn't have to wake up again until 6.15. Quint drew 4 a.m. Had to stay up until, what, 11.30, midnight to watch your Braves? Yeah, yeah, the Braves game ended around 11.30. So what do you think you got, three hours, two uh, and a half? I mean, so my, my sleep tracking, tracking app didn't even register sleep. So, um, yeah, I may have dozed off for an hour and a half, two from I'm, I'm guessing around one o'clock um, when the rower moved inside, I think I fell asleep, and then Mike and Pierre came back in the room uh, around three, and that kind of woke me up, and then I tossed and turned for about half an hour, you know, kind of worrying about oversleeping, mm. and uh, decided to just get up and get come in here and uh, get ready, and get my iPad set up for what I was going to watch. Yeah, roll through it. The question is, is Charles Ball? Just got to be sleeping at my house till like 10 a.m. You might. You <laughs> never know. You never know. There, there, I mean, you guys all saw the text on the thread at 5 a.m. 
where I was like, Charles, question mark, because yeah. he, wa- <laughs> he wasn't in the room. <laughs> yeah. You up? So, as I mentioned, I'm sleeping from 11, well, midnight. I probably fall asleep around 12, 15, 12, 30. I'm, I'm getting almost six hours. Pretty good night of sleep for me, all things considered. I got a great draw. But Walter wakes up around 5.30, and I look and I see Quip fired off a text that nobody responded to. And fired it off at 5 when he should have been done rowing. Yeah. Nobody responded, so I'm like, oh, man, Quint's been on this rower for 90 minutes. If, I, if there's anything I know about Quint, he would not have been on the rower for 90 minutes. He would have gotten up and made some noise. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, told, I told Dusty when he came down, I said, I, I was calculating in my head if I could get off the rower, find Charles, wake him up, and get back to the rower in two minutes before it shut off. And I wasn't sure if I could do that. I was, I was willing to give it another five to ten minutes before taking desperate measures, but... Uh, it worked out. Charles showed up at about 5.01, 5.02, somewhere in there, and he got going. Yeah. Shout out to the guys that, uh, that did the suck hours, because your lost boys drew the bookends. <laughs> Dusty had an 11, a, 11 p.m. row, and I got the 6 a.m. row. You are looking fresh, Tommy. I mean, aside from, like, the ghouls and the goblins knocking on the side. Have you slept in that room before? Oh, yeah. I, I think is some people f- might call this collusion. Is there a flag? Yeah, I know. Is there a flag that's hanging outside of there? Because about every, like, 40 minutes, you just hear on the door, and I'm, oh! So it's not old glory. It's, uh, we have awnings that That, were put in a while back. That makes sense. And if the wind gets going, yeah, it's like a stampede of horses. If the wind comes a-rocking, the awnings are knocking. Yeah, it definitely did. But, you know, I feel pretty good. But, yeah, shout out to, uh, let's see. Who, who is no, the, the midnight? Guy we Mike was the midnight row. The Mike. guy we got a shout out above all others is old Mother Hubbard. Yeah. Mike Hubbard, the shadow MVP of row 24. So Mike Hubbard, I had not even heard his name before yesterday. And I'm just told like, hey, he lives nearby. He signed up for 2 a.m. He comes by, we stop by, I briefly meet him, we have maybe a one-minute conversation, talks with Quint a little longer, and then he's like, I got stuff to do, I'll be back at 2 a.m. Yeah. I sleep this whole time, all I know is I wake up, our meters on the rower are where they need to be, Yep. we're on pace, and this guy just carved out a 2 a.m. time period. We got Mike, we got uh, to my right, Pierre, who dropped in, put on some meat. I don't know if you were intending to spend the whole day, but you put on some, some really beefy meters earlier in the day. Came back with some lovely bunt cakes, which I can't wait to eat. Oh, it's going to be great. I wanted yeah, to eat them last night, but I didn't want to spike my sugar right before bed, so I'm going to eat one after this podcast. But Pierre drew the 1 a.m., uh, knocked out a solid hour at 1 a.m., and then Greg Cooksey, owner-operator Greg Cooksey HVAC, Greg Cooksey didn't have HVAC. to do any diving catches this year, but slept in a hammock. So, yeah. Some of and you may know him from his next door fame. Yeah, he, you might know him from next door. You might know him from next door. He's got quite the following. But uh, <laughs> the Cooksies are quickly. You're you're a LinkedIn maven. We're we're amassing a following on the less popular social media platforms. <laughs> you got to find your niche. It's about finding a niche. Right, Get in man. where you fit in, man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, I mean. You could say that 
somebody with an Instagram following like The Rock has a more significant social media platform. But Greg Cooksey might be just as successful on Nextdoor. Like, the platform's not as big. Yeah. But it's like being, like, uh, the best ballet dancer. You're never going to be as famous as LeBron James, but you are the best at what you do. I mean, if we're measuring engagement, you know, <laughs> an argument can be made. An argument can be made. I mean, you know, the rocks parlay a bit into... A lovely tequila brand. Maybe G can roll it into like a nice mum service. I don't know. Pierce tagging in. So we've got uh, 45 we, minutes. Should we, should we do this too? Give a there's synopsis. A lot of, there's a lot of 12th State. Um, 12th State CrossFit was a major unspoken component of this. I think almost all of the drop-in rowers that came by yesterday. That's a former uh, look like we're lost recommendation place too. Was 12th State CrossFit? Yeah, oh, it yes. was. It was mine. Yeah, episode, right. uh, what episode were you? Uh, it was in April or May. It was in May, I think. I don't remember. 15? We'll we'll 21? Let's go back to the tape. But, uh, yeah. At Jamie looked that up. The, yeah. The, yeah. The community uh, was awesome. And, like, people coming out dropping 45 minutes to an hour for us was awesome. Oh, there he is. Charles Ball. He's up. He's moving. Yeah, I will say this. I'll just echo something I said uh, to Katie. I've probably repeated to you guys already, but the feeling I got from all the individuals who... Episode 20? Yeah, if, if you want to catch the quid, quid, Coward episode, episode 20. Yep. It's a banger. Five stars, actually. Definitely. Yep. Uh, Five and a half. The, the feeling I got from the, all the 12th state individuals dropping in, like... It was very similar to how you hear people talk about, like, they feel like they need to find a church just to, like, have that sense of community and, like, be plugged into, like, a group that is different than their work or something. And after everybody rolled through from 12th State, whether it's, like, Jim, Mike, Dirk, Gail, like, everybody coming in and just being Sarah, awesome. Sarah, Pierre, yep. Sarah, Pierre. Uh, Benji. Oh, Benji was great. The I was telling you, I was like, I kind of felt like I need to join 12th State, and like I don't really even need to, like I just want to be part of the community. It's yeah. like I'm okay with what I'm doing right now for my personal health, but it's like to be with the people. It's like I was just really impressed with everybody. Yeah, and you know, unironically, maybe ironically, 12th State's got a rolling tournament coming up. Oh, boy. Are you familiar with rolling? No. So it's, it's basically, it's, you're on a rower, and you have to get to 100 meters. Um, you can pull as many or as few times as you want to get to 100 meters, and it's, it's kind of like bowling. You want to land on 100, and for, you just try to get it to 100, and then you move on. It's like a tournament. But you can't and see so the – you can't you, – No, you can see it. And okay. It's like tiebreakers when people are tied. Like okay. If two teams hit 100, they'll do a tiebreaker where, like, all right, you can't look at the, the screen. You have to do it off memory, or your teammate can tell you where you are and when to stop. Mm. Um, but it's you, – you try to land on 100, and if you land on 98 – and the team you're going against lands on 99, they move on. Yeah. Like, it's closest Ooh. to 100 and for or those, 100. For those that have never used, like, a concept to anything, rower, bike, assault bike, whatever, like, the, me the meters keep ticking even when you're not pulling. So, yeah. Is that true? Well, 
It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Mike, you want to tag in here? Yeah, we'll give you a break. We're gonna give a synopsis while we're doing the yeah. I mean, breakdown. just give an overview. So, for those who haven't listened to past episodes where we've described row twenty-four, it's uh, twenty-four hours. We keep a Concept Two rowing machine going. Uh, it is a task that is too difficult to do by yourself. I'm sure there are some individuals who have done twenty-four hours on a rowing machine before, but no man I've known. I, I don't think can do it. No. And uh, the idea of that is similar to the approach to um, treating cancer. It's, it's something that is too big for any one individual to take on. So it's the reason you plug into a community of caretaking professionals, donors, family for emotional support. And, uh, you know, every 24 hours, 480 people are diagnosed with a blood cancer. 160 of those people statistically will die, which means every nine minutes someone is in the U.S. is dying of a blood cancer. So I am lucky enough to be a leukemia survivor. Um, thanks to the work done around cancer research to find treatments, if you go back to the early 2000s, my type of leukemia, acute promyelocytic leukemia, had a 90% mortality rate, and now that number is under 15%. Wow. That's crazy, um, man. So you can track the work done on my type of treatment, arsenic trioxide, back to the 80s. It is a long process, but it does, it does work and it does save lives, and that is no longer the threat it used to be. So, you know, we, we put this together. Uh, our first time doing Row 24 was 2019. We raised $13,000. Um, and we were af kind of afraid of putting together a community event like this with everything around COVID. So we did something small in, uh, our own backyard this year and thinking like, Hey, $5,000, $10,000 is better than nothing. Like, let's just make sure we keep the momentum going, do what we can. And, uh, as it sits right now, we're just a hair above $30,000, and I know we have about 6000 more in promise. So it has been an absolutely unbelievable year from a fundraising standpoint. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. So I'm glad we did it, and everybody coming out. Um, so I'll say this about the immediate team. So the guys who committed early... Mike Morales, Tommy Cooksey, Quint Coward, Charles Ball, Greg Cooksey, John Ensign, uh, even Mike Mabunga, who did some of the photography work for us. If I didn't have like five to six guys minimum, or yeah, minimum, who said, yes, I will sit on a rower with you for 24 hours, I just wasn't going to do the event. Like I just couldn't do it by myself. And then once you guys committed early, that made it possible to say, this is happening. Like, get, here's what it is. Here's why we do it. I was able to talk to some companies around town, like explain the mission. Uh, me and Tommy's company, Cisco, has been awesome from a donation. My wife's company, Red Hat, has been awesome from a donation standpoint. The 12th state community, which we already called out, which Mike, Quint, and Tommy are all a big part of. Uh, you know. 
Just wanted to get it on the record. I'm not overlooking the immediate work of the guys who showed up here. And one of those guys is Mike Morales. Happy to be here. Oh, man. <laughs> first time, long time? Oh, long time listener. First time attendant, I guess. First time. How, did, how does it feel to live it? Uh, you know, as, as uh, Quint says, living it is a phenomenal. Emphasis on live. <laughs> okay. So... He's been a. We, we've uh, we've made mention to. Uh, can we shout it out, company? Yeah, I, shout I, I mean we do it without his permission. We <laughs> yeah, it's, well. it's a little awkward when they're sitting right in front of you, like <laughs> uh, owner owner operator of uh, five 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 yeah. Wolfgang Bakeries in uh, the Raleigh Cary area. So uh, yeah, thanks guys for those uh, unsolicited shoutouts. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep my pockets full, I'll keep shouting out your name. There is no money exchange. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just lovely grooming of my dog and food delivered to my house. It's fantastic. That's great. Uh, I, I will say, I think of anybody here, you, you are probably the least daunted by the amount of time we spent on the rower. You know, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the rower. So when 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 you say rower, I'm I'm not jumping up and down, and I think you know Quint knows this, but uh, but it was a great cause, and uh, I love fitness, so you know I, I'll sign up, I'll be there. I love fitness, man. Tattoo that on my butt cheeks. No, Tommy. God. Well, you'd have to get a replica of mine. <laughs> <laughs> that man, what a what a team bonding moment. <laughs> if we just all got I love fitness tattoo. Oh yeah, who's yeah. who's yeah. your guy over at well, uh, Blue I mean, Flame? I feel like the only I question is Blue, Blue Flame is now a vape shop. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. And the only question is really like what's the font? Yeah. <laughs> Helvetica, right? Oh, God. I'm going I'm probably going yeah. probably yeah. papyrus for me. Oh. Uh, sans serif <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's kind of like those uh, bridesmaid dresses where like everybody's in the same theme, oh, right. but you get to do something different. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. strapless. I'm going no sleeves. <laughs> this this girl's <laughs> out this there. It's this single strap thing that comes across the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a book bag from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> what was your book bag style? My book bag. Were you a single strapper? L.L. Bean, for sure. No, no, no. Jansport. Oh. I was a total Jansport guy. Two no initials? Two shoulders. And as I got more grungy into my emo phase, it was like the older the book bag could be, the better it was. So like I had a book bag in like middle in middle school, it was long, like it banged your butt as you walked. But as I got older, it was like super Kanye West nerdy, like uptight in my armpits, cutting off my circulation. I remember in college, like it was almost in my throat. Like I I had it strapped up. Oh, yeah. I had an American flag one. American flag Jansport. Impressive. But I think was by I think it was G's when he was in uh, like I don't know third grade, and when I got to college, I'm like, this is so vintage and so cool. I'm <laughs> definitely gonna wear this in my book bag. Books like ripping out of the seam. <laughs> it was really small. Mike, that's a pretty quick uh, assessment of Tommy as an LL Bean LL backpack Bean guy. I've not always been a man no. of funner things. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean LL Bean was such in fashion, and he's such a fashionable man. I feel like. <laughs> He definitely had his initials on it. That, that came on later in life. That came on later <laughs> in life. What's the book bag power ranking for guys our age? Is LL Bean like that was the the cali- You know, as as someone who is homeschooled and late to the game and influenced by a brother who thought like designer jeans or like Abercrombie and Fitch, but yeah. you were like 
What are you trying to prove? How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Jeans and a t-shirt. You're a, you're a simple man. <laughs> I didn't put enough thought into the book bag. I, I would say backpack fashion. L. Bean had like the market for a bit. And then North Face. Oh, yeah, East Pack. East Pack yeah. was a good one. East Pack, North Face. They just took over for a bit. I mean, I had a black North Face, and I thought I was the coolest kid on the block. Well, you, you, yeah, you objectively were. you were, yeah. yeah. I didn't call it murdered out at that time, but it is now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, man. It's, if, if you if, caught that in the background. If, yeah, if our audio is picking that up, that's hurricane force winds <laughs> coming from the concept, too. I love it. What, uh, what are we missing, Tommy? Is there... A, I kind of feel like it's like an Oscar speech, like when you're wrapping up one of these things. Is there anybody we failed to mention? I think maybe we, wives everywhere. I was going to say we would be remiss <laughs> God, not yeah. to thank our wives, especially. I think most of us have little ones, so our wives let us have uh, a big boy sleepover. Yeah, I think I think is when Mike got back last night and like. I was just overhearing him saying something to the group, and I went into my house, and I told Katie, I was like, I think Mike's wife just figured out it's a grown man's sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. She said it to me out the door, and it burned. It did. It did. But then I accepted it. Uh, she also she came by, and she put some meters on the rower, and I was super proud oh, of her nice. for doing that. Good for so. her. That's awesome. I was gone um, during that moment. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, she, uh, she, put, uh, she put 10 minutes on there. Yeah, which that's is, awesome. Which is great. I would like to uh, settle a couple things that came up over the course of the day. Oh, boy. Um, and, Mike, I'm glad you're here to <laughs> adjudicate this. Yeah, I got you. Um, you and Quint pretty firmly lost the mayo, no mayo vote. Oh, boy. Yeah. And this is, well, I, I guess I'll simplify the question. Does being in the extreme minority of a democratic process mean you're wrong? Or do you just feel like every like the masses are stupid? Well, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with the latter there. Okay. Um, and, and I think it's just a tough crowd. Um, I think knowing that you guys have millions of listeners, they're sure. going to agree with the fact that Mayo you, you is You said disgusting. that with a B? Uh, billions. Billions? Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. My lisp. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just trip over my words. Billions. People forget of, Asia uh, Pack. Yeah. <laughs> they forget the strong market over there. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the, yeah, the, we have. It's it's the, one of the more superior condiments. Wow. for yeah. deli sandwiches. <laughs> wow, what a and stretch. we have a couple of guys here who <laughs> condiment prefer. Condiment bracket? Do we have a condiment bracket? We oh, we can up? do a yeah. condiment bracket. Yeah, top sixteen. Yeah, where would you top sixteen? Okay, ma- mayonnaise. Where would you see? This isn't the college football. You don't do think. four. I'm yeah, we can't 16. do sixty-four condiments. <laughs> what are you doing? Can we get the sixteen condiments? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean the cherry pepper relish. Of Jersey Mike. Okay, yeah, you can, yeah. you can probably get to eight just if you discuss hot dogs. Oh, yeah. But that's, but that's not a sandwich. It's a whole different conversation. But, a hot dog but, is, but they're condiments. Now, they people are will get sandwiches. They are condiments. condiments. They are condiments. People will get picky about chili and coleslaw. Chili, coleslaw. I mean, even those like little. Not really a condiment, you know? Those little yeah. thin chips that they put on hot dogs sometimes. I'm not sure that's a condiment. Oh, I was just talking about the potato, the potato the, thins. The pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I would rank, I'd rank mayo if I'm talking about a turkey sandwich, ham sandwich, roast beef. If I don't have mayo, I'm, I'm not really interested. Would you rank mayo over barbecue? That's tough. No, because I don't ha- it doesn't have the versatility. You mean yeah. the flavor? 
Is that what? That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I thought you you meant it. It just doesn't taste as good. It's okay, man. I I like I yeah. like my eggs whipped up with a little yeah. bit of do canola baste, oil. What can I say? Do you Spell. ever baste your chicken wings with mayo? And I, I hope there's only one answer to I don't this. think I have, but I think you can, actually. Can, can I say I like Mike's interviewed style? It's like, oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't have the versatility. What I'm hearing you say is flavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a long-form podcast, all right? This is not a, this is not a five-minute segment. You don't have Just to pay me down. Try to get that sound bite. <laughs> really, really pigeonhole you. Yeah, I think uh, barbecue is interesting as a condiment because... It's, uh, it's kind of like if you were going to just put beer in a beverage ranking. Like, okay, like, let's, get our, let's get our drinks. Like, what's the best drink? And you just say beer. It's like there's so many artisanal yeah. practitioners of barbecue sauce yeah. creation. Yeah. They're like, it, it gets sticky. Like, and ketchup is ketchup. It gets sticky. Like, Did you mean to do that? Bingo. <laughs> that Who are you good. talking to, son? I'm on episode 41. <laughs> That's true. I put in my 10,000 hours. Ooh, man, that was good. That what was an outlier. Good. You caught me on that one. <laughs> I got a little chuckle, and then I made sure to tell the world. I mean, I'm not dressing back. up in a unicorn outfit. <laughs> no, you're not. Thought about rowing in it, but it was, it's really hot. It's but yeah, I mean, hot. ketchup. Ketchup's probably if you're if you're doing the seeding. I don't expect ketchup to win the bracket, but ketchup's probably number one. It's it's a number one seed for sure. It's got to be yeah. a one seed. It it's is. the Alabama of the. But he, thing. but here's where we're gonna digress because it's we not all winning my tournament. We no. all are probably gonna agree that Heinz is the most flavorful. But there, we have a friend here from Kansas City, big into the Hunt family. Ooh. Are you still a Heinz man? <laughs> Little common misconception: the Hunts that own the Kansas City Chiefs, unrelated to Hunt's ketchup. Wow. Really? So, so Patrick Mahomes being Free a, and clear for Heinz. You know, he's, but he has advertisements for Hunt's, I think. No, he's a Heinz guy, I think. Jamie, oh, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I've never seen a Hunt's City. commercial. Jamie, pull that up. Uh, it's like an advertisement. Like, got Guys, Hunt's? Vamp like. a little bit. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> really? We're going to do it. I feel like at Quint, this moment, oh yeah. you should refer to like a, an intern that yeah. is currently doing the research. Mike, look that up for us. I got this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Patrick Mahomes has signed an endorsement deal with Hunt's Ketchup. You're not wrong. I know. I do really the Hunt's am. own Hunt's Ketchup. I don't know. Uh, out of all the, all the branding opportunities... I mean, look, Kirk Cousins get, gets a sleep number mattress. Ooh. Yeah, but think of how much ketchup he has. Think about how much ketchup. <clears throat> yeah, the... Inferior uh, ketchup. I will say that even though it's a number one seed, it's not even in my fridge. Like, no, because it's a, it's a versatile condiment, but it's not... It's just there. If I was going... like, like I American keep it, cheese. I keep it in my fridge out of courtesy to others. You what don't use ketchup? Condiment? Ketchup. Oh, you don't wow. use it? I, I'd reach for the barbecue baby rays, like way for like French fries. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's my that's my pitch for barbecue, because like if I have chicken and fries on the same plate, it's I the can, same sauce. I can appreciate that. I'm dunking it in the exact same sauce. There was a girl in my elementary school who used to dip her school pizza in ketchup, and it freaked me out. Mustard on pizza is good. Mustard on pizza is good. Yeah, so it's really a, a closet way to go that, about it. Yeah, especially the the high school squared pizza with the little pepperonis. Oh yeah, 
mustard on that is phenomenal. Yeah, the ketchup on the pizza really got me. I do have to. Uh, I'm one for two. Obviously, Mahomes is the Hunts, but Hunts ketchup, Canagra brands. Long separated from the Hunt family. Yep. Where's Canagra brands based out of? Man, you're you're asking. We're going I'm deep. Not that fast. Deep, deep dive. Deep, deep dive. <laughs> We're going deep. You got to wait for the intern. Yeah. Well, we really. Yeah. You need we, somebody else separately working on this. We may never get there, but the suggestion us. would be that even if you don't get there, you just need to come up with the name that is your intern. Even if it's you. And then we're like looking it up. Yeah. yeah. Like fake it till you make it. Jimmy, can you look this up and then go off to the side and do your own research? Anyway? An excellent point. You got to fake it till you make it sometimes. This is, it's, <laughs> this I'm is, a huge believer. It's like this uh, Road 24 is a perfect example. Oh, yeah. We've got a great logo. Shout out Grace Casey. Yep. And Marrow Designs. Um. But really, it's just like six dudes and whoever else we can find in the moment. It's a real grassroots movement. Well, I wouldn't say 30K is, uh, you know. 30K is nothing to turn your nose up I don't think that's a fake it till you make it. Well, no, no, I can. I think you made it. Well, I can actually. So uh, I'm part of LLS does several, like, challenges around this time of year in fundraising. So... They have an executive challenge, which goes both locally and nationwide, and then an emerging leaders challenge, both locally and nationwide. The executive challenge is for like, people of a certain stature at companies, so like C-level executives, business owners. And the emerging leaders challenge is for like, young professionals, uh, people under 40, you know, not as far in their career. So I'm in the emerging leaders challenge. And nationally, I was in the top three about a week ago. And if, like, nobody above me raised any more money in the last week, I haven't seen it, I would currently be number one nationally. Wow. Which just tells you, like, in the fundraising effort, like, you know, LLS will do, uh, like, just in the triangle, they'll do about a million. They'll do probably over $50 million nationally uh, for this Light the Night effort. And so the fact that, like, that number, a 20 grand, it tells you the number of people involved, first of all. Yeah. But the fact that, like, a 20 grand plus fundraising effort gets you up there, it speaks to, like, that 30 grand to, like I said, we'll probably be, like, in the 35 to 40 range when this is all wrapped up. Like, it's a huge effort. Like, once yeah. you have the comparative spectrum to, like, look at, it is a huge effort. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I can make jokes about it being like, uh, well, you know, we're acting like it's a big thing, but it's not. I can make those jokes because, like, we're doing great. Yeah. Like, we had an awesome year. So I can, I can say for sure, I've never really put any, any gusto behind, like, fundraising efforts. Special shout-out to Tommy Cooksey, currently leading... Currently leading. ...the individual donors, fundraisers. Yeah. Man. I never really put, put much effort behind it, you know, and I was like, let's just go for it. That unicorn costume, though. I did pull out a unicorn costume. How many did you get just from that? Uh, just started raining I'd have in. to go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, people are just calling me from the White House. Can we give you money? <laughs> we saw you. <laughs> You know, my mistake was I didn't put it on next door. Next door, I was just about to say. Put it on God. next door. Well, that's that's your brother, you know? and it didn't go on LinkedIn either. Ooh. I still have to de- I have to navigate my. You have yeah, time. I'm serious, it, but it, I'm a little playful. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not too late to just like give it to Greg and say, "Look, man, I just need six letters out of you. Repost. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that's it. Repost across platforms. It'll it'll blow up." Well, I, uh, we've got 20 minutes left in the row. I think we're going to break our... Uh, Quint said... Got 2K, left. 2K left. Yeah. Oh, we're definitely going to hit it. There's no question. Wow, Charles is on there, and he's a sleeper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy Charles Sleepy Ball. Charles. We're not even sure if he's going to make it. <laughs> well, well, he was late to the event, and then Quint sends out that text, and I'm like, oh, boy, he's late again. You know, uh, I, I do want you to know, Quint, that I, I was awake. Um, I, I was. I didn't know we were handing out LVP honors here. I, I was a hundred percent. I was hundred percent gonna make you suffer. Um, I, I might have come out, but it was only to spend time with you and not to row. Okay. So we've met before. I know you were gonna let me suffer. <laughs> Man, we we should just get a fourth microphone. The quadcast. Oh. Quadcast. God. That works Remind, on so many levels. Reminding me of quads. <laughs> you got to get right up there in that mic if you're going to make jokes. No, no. It wasn't that great. <laughs> no, land it again. That was, we'll, we'll laugh. No, that's going to be literally sister. and figuratively from the peanut gallery. Like just like <laughs> yeah. way back here. Yeah, Just a reminder of quads. Just get me going. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. You lot, said quads. A lot of quadcasts going on. <laughs> Well, I've, en- I've enjoyed it, man. It's fine. What's that? It's mostly G and I, but it's okay. Oh, oh no, 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 Charles too. Yeah, oh yeah, he impressive. Whipped them out for that original photo. D one athlete that goes onto the show notes. Um, yeah, we can get it in there. Yeah, recommendations. Grow your quads. Grow yeah. your quads. Twelve state CrossFit. Yeah. I uh, I want to say, Tommy, I appreciate you. I'll I will post a picture of us all bearing our quads. You could also follow Greg Cooksey on Nextdoor, and you can see it there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll post one myself. Um, I appreciated you, Tommy, out angling on the edge of the, the group photo to give yourself some extra height. Look, a man knows his strengths and weaknesses. And uh, you'll notice I turned my leg to straight on my quad. Not very impressive. From the side, it's got but a little meat. But if I give it a little yeah. angle, so you can kind of catch the meat of the hamstring hanging off the back. <laughs> Big hamstring guy. <laughs> I was, uh, was low-key happy that I was on the rower for the photo. Yeah. Uh, you I, I believe the, the, uh, the, the average height here is probably 5'10". Um, and, you know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not that far off, but I'm, I'm not there. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not there. <laughs> You're right up You're there. a domineering figure. But, uh, but yeah, on the sure rower, on the rower, I'm like 6'7". Like, yeah, you just true. don't even know. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't even know, so. Hey, uh, Tommy, where do the Himalayans rank? Oh, I already heard it. <laughs> oh, boy. I heard it. <laughs> Go ahead, finish the joke. In the tallest mountains. I don't know. Where? They're right up there. There you go. <laughs> wow. Should we end it with that? <laughs> we might as well. We, hey, we, we got to do recommendations. We didn't have a question of the week. but yeah, uh, I don't think my brain could, function, could, uh, could handle that right now. You can't drum up a recommendation? Uh, oh, I, can, oh, I couldn't do a question answer. I can do a recommendation. Let's, let's make the recommendation, and then we'll, uh, 
we'll bring it home on these last 15 minutes. Uh, I'll just keep it on theme and say uh, get behind a charity. Raise money for something. Yep. It's amazing what uh, your friends, work friends, family, you know, what they're, they want to help out. And, it's, and it was an awesome thing for me. It's an awesome, like, reminder of humanity that people want to help out any way they can. So, and the number of people that I had that have messaged me and been like, I want to row next year. Like, I want to donate and I want to row. Um, but, you know, pick your own charity. It doesn't have to be Row 24. It can be any charity. Mm. That would be my recommendation. Do it. Do it now. Mike, do you have a recommendation? Um, I know it's been said a couple of times, but, you know, I've, I've been a coach at 12 State now for six years. And so I, uh, the community, I mean, even um, I'm a shout out to, to Jim because I feel like I owe him one. But uh, I showed up at the wrong time at 7 a.m. this morning. And well, so did Jim because he was supposed to be my first celebrity rower. But, you know, it just demonstrates like he was not upset. <laughs> like, yeah. He came back and still put in, you know, 30 to 40 minutes just because community, you know, it's so solid. So there's eight or nine people from it. So, yeah, I, being on the outside and seeing that, like, if anybody's looking for a gym, like, I, you can't recommend it high enough. Uh, everybody showed up. Uh, my recommendation is completely off the beaten path of everything we've been talking about. Um, I got running again this week, did 25 miles, which you know, is okay, right? I need to be up in like the 50-mile range to feel good on my weekly mileage, feel good about going into this marathon. But coming back from the knee. But uh, so I had a long run out, audiobook time, and I did a re-listen. It's a very short audiobook, 45 minutes, Lying by Sam Harris. Mm. And it had been a few years since I listened to it, and man, it resonated with me more than ever. Uh... Just like about not bullshitting yourself or others and why that is so valuable to like your peace of mind, your simplicity, your productivity, the way other people can look at you and interact with you. Um, you know, everybody's got an hour of audio time at some point. And I think if you're an Audible subscriber, it is included with your subscription. It doesn't cost a credit. Really quick read through, really too. Did I send that to you? When you come on the pod, you get a gift, and that was the gift because Quint doesn't drink coffee. So, oh, nice! Wow. Yeah, it's. I would have probably given him like a comb or something. A comb. That man this. loves his hair. He's got this. great hair. Oh, Maybe. takes his hat off. You know, oh, it's natural. Wow. Yeah, neither do I. Wow. Neither do I. Man, <laughs> majestic is how I describe him. I. Uh, I really want to get into some of these like hair transplant possibilities, laser therapies. <laughs> Looks like we're growing hair. We should just <laughs> do a breakaway <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like we're growing hair. Yeah. <laughs> Five episodes. Already, I mean, it's already titled. It's, it's going to blow up. It's got to happen. Hey. Well, it won't when they do the transplant. Say what? Quint said it should be named Looks Like We Lost Our Hair. Hey, it's not gone yet. I have full coverage. I'll have you know. <laughs> I do. Do you see any recession here? <laughs> do you see any? I see no recession. Thank you. I think the, the, the hair loss <laughs> conversation centered around what, if, you, if you lose your hair and you go bald, you got to go with a strong beard. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it just doesn't happen. But when you go bald and no beard, that's where I start to question yeah, know, whether dicey. I can trust you or not. 
the only way you can pull off bald with no beard is to have an otherworldly jawline. Yeah. I'm not just saying, like, <laughs> it's there. I mean, it needs to be... Cuts the air. Oh, it's, yeah. It's got to be the first thing people recognize about you. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> dominant feature. Whoa. Yeah, like, that guy could break chestnuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it's got to... That's kind of jaw it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. The Statham. Yeah, yes. No. Yeah, that's, there you go. It's the only option. <laughs> when you're choosing jawlines, I, I feel like it's branded as the state. The state. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. When we get into genetic engineering and they have pictures like, the, like they used to do in the haircut catalog, you oh, go yeah. in, you'd like flip, like I want this one. You mean episode 83. I'm going to go row. All right. Tommy, another five-star podcast. All right. We're going to wrap it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, the pleasure's all yours. Oh. <laughs> Rate, review, share, subscribe. What do people say here? And uh, despite my recommendation, I double Tommy's recommendation. Go out and do some good. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.